a good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And uh, I think they both actually did very well. I really do. I think they both did very well. Now back to the Pete McMurray Show. Here's Pete and Lisa. Former President Trump won the Iowa Republican Caucus by a huge margin. Joining us is Pat Brady, the former chairman of the Illinois Republican Party. He's a former federal and state prosecutor. Pat consults here in Illinois and nationally. And Pat, this was no surprise to all of us. We talked a few weeks ago and you said Trump is, uh, his numbers are huge in Iowa. He's going to win. Yeah, I actually went over there. I uh, was a uh, caucus representative for uh, Nikki Haley, one of the pretty big caucus over in Cedar Rapids. It was quite something to see. I've never really paid attention to the Iowa caucus. Lisa, do you know how they do this, where people get in a room and... Yeah, they, you literally, it's like you stand it's, on which side of the room yeah. you need to stand on for your candidate. Pat, it's old school, isn't it? And they write it on a piece of paper and they it's like a student council election. Basically, that's what was so funny about it is just the piece of paper and they it was just sitting up there on the thing. And I was watching it because I was supposed to do that in my role and... Like, wow, people are worried about an election integrity. I could have rigged this thing up pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> they're all good people, and, uh, and nobody was going to do that, so I wasn't concerned about it. But it is, a, it, is a, it is a fun process to participate in. Pat, DeSantis spent a huge amount of time in Iowa trying to get votes. Is second place a disaster or a win for him? Not really, because he told everybody a month ago he was going to win, and he lost by 30 mm-hmm. points. Uh, yeah. He, he just never caught fire. I, I, I swear Al Gore is his debate coach or something. He's just so kind of awkward as, as a candidate. So, no, I don't think it was a win. I think it was a huge loss for him. And now he's in New Hampshire, and he's pulling at 4%. So um, if he loses there by 30, I think he's done. What do we think about the fact that the next two Republican candidate debates have just been canceled by cnn and abc yeah that's because uh, nikki haley said that she wouldn't participate unless trump did because the, the reality is desantis wants to get in because he's polling so horribly he wants to get some earned media which i get that but for her it makes no sense for her to debate him especially after we saw the last one where it was just a kind of a you know, they screamed at each other. It wasn't great for either of them, I don't think. So I, I, I think the smart move by her was to say, I'm not going to do it unless Trump does it. And Trump's not going to do it. So there's no debate. We're talking with Pat Brady, the former chairman of the Illinois Republican Party. I got to ask you about Trump's soundbite that we just played. Monday night in Des Moines, Trump usually has nicknames and beatdowns for his rivals. He congratulated DeSantis. He congratulated Haley, described both of them as very smart people, very capable people. What's going on here? Is he positioning for Cabinet something? Picks? Oh, he's just trying to drive the narrative that this race is over because he won in Iowa, which having been in Iowa, Iowa represents 50 and older white people. And that's it. I mean, but that's what he was trying to do with that, to not insult DeSantis or Haley supporters and try to get them into the fold. I mean, he went back to insulting people the next day. and He's been going after Haley <laughs> viciously. I mean, viciously. But he, he he's back at it because recent polling has her within striking distance. Yeah, New Hampshire. Let's talk about that. Let's look forward to Tuesday, New Hampshire. How close is she to former President Trump? Anywhere from a dead heat to down eight. And remember, in New Hampshire, this is probably her best shot because unaffiliated or independent voters, as we call them here, can vote in the Republican right. primaries. And that's how McCain did that in 2000. He lost in Iowa, went to New Hampshire, 
and beat George W. Bush by 19 points. And, and Bush had raised $70 million at that point. So he was the kind of the establishment candidate. And then uh, there's the Nevada caucus, which I don't think Haley is participating in. And then they go to South Carolina in four weeks for that primary, which could be decisive. I always get so confused by this slow trickle of events. There's the part of me that just wants to have all of these pre-elections on the same night or in the same week. It just seems like this drags on and we get so much analysis of Iowa versus New Hampshire versus Nevada. Is it smart that we keep doing it this way? No. And actually, when I was on the National Committee, I'd say, why are we in Iowa first? Because Iowa, God love Iowa. It was such a pleasant experience. I love Iowa, for the record. I love it. I went to school there. She went to the University of Iowa in Iowa City. This is the Iowa Republican Party's big fundraiser. They make money off this thing to carrying for four years. It, it makes no sense. And there's been talk about switching. The Democrats have already had switching stuff around. But just traditionally, these first couple states go first. and then But then you get the Super Tuesday where you have multiple state primaries. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's too much. It's too it's much. It's too long. It is. So you have New Hampshire on Tuesday, followed by Nevada, South Carolina. Super Tuesday is March 5th. New Hampshire Tuesday. Who wins? I think there's a, a good chance that Nikki Haley pulls an upset there. And if she does, that changes the dynamic of the race. At least in so far, these are momentum races that could make things really tight in South Carolina. But uh, I still think she's got a good shot there. I think I said this a month ago. I think she could win New Hampshire. I thought Trump was bringing together the Republican Party during his acceptance speech on Monday. Trump Haley, Trump DeSantis. Those two are winners, man. I, what you mean? Um, I think what's going to happen here, Pete, there's such a fear amongst major donors and business types of a Trump presidency that there's going to be a very, very strong third party player in here at some point that will whose sole goal, like Chris Christie, will be to keep him from being president. I, 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 oh. I know that. So Chris Christie may pop up as a third party. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying there it won't be Chris Christie, but there will be a third party effort to just get ah. enough votes. I mean, Liz Cheney's out there floating around. Right. Uh, this will happen. It's, there are there's enough fear right now in in Trump's rhetoric, putting a lot of people that there people are very fearful. But this Trump Biden race, seventy seven in ten voters don't want either of them. Right, right. Pat, thank you for your time. Yeah, anytime. All right, thanks, buddy. Bye. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.